Blog Talk Radio. It's already It's the Pressure Points Unpacked Podcast with host Tyra Little. We're live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This show deals with personal and community issues by getting to the root cause and causes on an open and raw level. We're unpacking emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical topics that influence and often control us. Get ready to unload, examine, and process. Let's get unpacked. On Never Handed So Good Sports Media Network, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, hello, and welcome to Pressure Points Unpacked Podcast. I'm your host, Tyra Little, and today we're going to continue our conversation on when the community stands in the gap. So today I have with me Booker Little, and he is with the company of AI Nautics, and he's here to talk today about AI and drones um, and just why it's so important for marginalized communities to actually understand um, and to actually get into this industry. So, Booker, I want to welcome you to the show. I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to come. Um, I know you, you're running all over South Carolina as you're teaching this to our youth and everyone else. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So I want to take this time that you can give the listeners some background about who you are um, and let us know how you got into this actual industry. Well, uh, first of all, I started out in this industry, uh, well, as in drones. Uh, when I first uh, was in the military, I was in the Marine Corps and got introduced to drones, you know, by cool. way of being part of the Navy, you know. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, and, you know, I worked with drones and stuff uh, all that during that time. And um, also I had a IT or a interest in IT as well. So later on, I, I actually crossed over from the Marine Corps to the Army to get into IT, something I was looking down the road uh, for uh, employment after the military. And um, once again, you know, I got involved in drones within the military, actually uh, providing frequencies and stuff for drones doing uh, racket freedom. Uh, fast forward, uh, 2012, you know, I was out, uh, you know, I had bought me a, a drone, in which I had a couple of drones that I bought uh, prior to that. I was out uh, playing with my drone because it was more of a hobby, mm-hmm. you know, for me. And a guy and a dog, you know, came up and, and, and uh, asked me about the drone and noticed it had a camera on it. And then he asked, he said, well, can you look on, on top of my roof? You know, because something happened and he, want, he needed a roof inspector mm-hmm. to come out. So he said, if you can look on top of the roof, you, you can save me a lot of money. i give you 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. So guess what I did? I went to look on top of his roof. Okay. And uh, while I was in that neighborhood, um, it was other uh, residents that need roof inspection as well. So they asked me to look on top of the roof. I saved them a lot of money, and they paid me a lot of money. So from that point on, uh, the question popped in my head, like, I wonder how many people in the United States, mm-hmm. not only in South Carolina, but in the United States, that need a roof inspection. And that what gave me the jump start into the commercial side of drones back in 2012. So I would say that, you know, for roof inspection-wise, um, I probably want to be more likely I'm the 
first to ever do a roof inspection because I have yet using a drone. Using a drone, I have yet to meet anyone who um, conducted a roof inspection prior to 2012. So, um, but bringing it forward, uh, the Part 107 came out. Uh, and well, hold on. So mm-hmm. before you go mm-hmm. go there, because you you, okay. you done jumped ahead a little bit. Okay. So you actually, it's funny you 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 um, ran into this by just out as a hobby, yes. utilizing drones mm-hmm. as a hobby. And from there, you saw a need. I saw a need. You saw a need. Mm-hmm. And so from that point, how long did it actually, how many years before, um, or let's ask you this, at that point in time, were they actually doing any testing um, to become a drone pilot at that time? No, they, uh, they wasn't. Um, they had what they call a COA, uh, COA was mm-hmm. a certificate of authorization. And um, what that was for anyone that was using drones in a commercial capacity would just sign up, you know, for that certificate. That's what a lot of the uh, uh, law enforcement had that, that was interested in bringing drones aboard. Mm-hmm. But um, I was out. After that, you know, I got into roof inspection, but I also got into doing other things with drones mm-hmm. uh, prior to 2016. Um where I did oil and gas, uh, helped build a drone. Um, I did a lot of things during that time, and I also started training people on how to use drones, mm-hmm. right? And um, so the need was there, and um, and what I did was I went and, I went and surveyed the market, and it, you know it was virtually uh, very little competition for me. So mm-hmm. I got in it, and um, and, and you know is where I'm at today. And so now, just from that, we're looking at um, how many years down the road before the FAA actually started regulating and yeah. it was uh, they they always had regulation, but it was it wasn't uh, it really kind of didn't really pay attention to drones initially mm-hmm. until it became a uh, uh, how I will say it a, a conversation or something about drones that happen every day, mm-hmm. and, you know and 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 when the use of drones went up, that's when the FAA stepped in because the the, the uh, some incidents with drones, right? You know, uh, and and the airspace started to become crowded with drones, so they had to step in Absolutely. and provide some type of regulation. So, um, 2016 is when they brought the uh, Part 107 license out, and uh, and that's where they gave some um, um, ideas for us. Guidance and mm-hmm. uh, uh, regulations and stuff for operating drones and stuff. So at that point, if you was a uh, prior to that, if you were a recreational guy, you didn't need a license. If you was a, a commercial guy, you didn't need a license. Mm-hmm. Well, when the Part 107 came out in 2016, now if you want to make one dollar, you have to have your commercial license. So the recreation, they still could fly without a license at that point mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Uh, when the Part 107 came out, now that's when um, uh, AI, a company called Skyward Drones, eventually became AI Drones, um, was out training. We started training folks in uh, how to, to go and get their license and then, you know, the additional training after that, how to use drones and stuff. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really interesting. Um, I'm just surprised that it took the FAA that long to actually say, hey, we need to regulate this. I mean, because... I can only imagine how many people were like flying into airspace oh, yeah. that they shouldn't. Um, you stated something that was very interesting, and I think uh, I don't know, but 
I don't think a lot of people are aware. Um, if you're a photographer and you have a drone mm -hmm. and you are out here charging people for um, the images that you captured while flying this drone for this particular client, you actually need to be a certified drone pilot. So that means that you That's need to have taken the FAA Part 107 Correct. because other than that, you're really not supposed to be charging anybody. The same as utilizing any of that information going to court. Um, if you're testifying in court and using mm -hmm. those images, you need to be licensed. That's correct. So you and I had a conversation before, and we talked about how, um, and I think this is part of what your company um, is doing as far as vouchers, yeah. Whatever for mm -hmm. for the to, to yeah scholarship there we go that's the word mm -hmm. scholarship um to actually take the class right. um mm -hmm. and you guys provide the material mm -hmm. because you see that there is a huge need there are so many things that you can do with drones um I know we talked about how farmers can actually um, spray their crop spray crop um you already mentioned the insurance. Um, agency. Um, you got real estate, uh, and, and you know, with farmers, uh, especially uh, you know our uh, minority farmers, uh, drones are, are can help a farmer grow more food on a smaller piece of land. Really? Yeah. And um, and the way to do that, you know, fly over, collect that data, and then we process that data. We can almost give them a plant count. Uh, we can tell them if the, uh, uh, there's too much water in this yeah. area. Not enough nitrogen in that area. If their uh, irrigation system is have a leak, a lot of time a farmer would never know that yeah. irrigation have a leak until you know the crops uh, mm -hmm. they get you know uh, midway in the crop uh, uh, season um, that the crops uh, are around this uh, the area that leak is mm -hmm. is is, is uh, bare and right. it's probably because it was a leak or something. Um, so. The drones, the uses for drones is, is so, is multitude of uses for drones. Mm -hmm. it, it, it takes uh, an individual that um, wants to possibly use drones for their industry to learn about what drones can do, and then you can apply it to farming, to your, uh, um, I would say, uh, real estate, mm -hmm. uh, also law enforcement, right. fire department. Um, Coroner's office. Corners office, even for the city, we help with property uh, management and mm -hmm. for tax assessors. A lot of people forget about right. it. tax assessor, and um, and it just uh, uh, having an image of, of an area, and most people don't have an image of their of their uh, property from above, and 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 um, construction for layout for assets management, and even for security. That's another uh, aspect of drones and stuff like that. So right. uh, we get. Requests uh, from Romania. Uh, we get requests all over the place, and you know, uh, contracts in uh, in Georgia, country Georgia, that that they uh, contact us because they want to find out, you know, uh, how they can use drones in those areas and stuff. So, right, right. I mean, you've mentioned some 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 really good stuff. So, I guess now, and here's another thing. Um, that I found interesting too as I was researching because even with now this being, you know, it, it needs to be, you need to be licensed by the mm -hmm. FAA. Now, municipalities have to also put 
other rules and regulations into play. And I recently had the mayor on the show, and he mentioned about drones as well. And so I know that that's something that currently right now in the state of South Carolina, I know it is illegal to shoot a drone down. Um, But you have some people who would get mad or angry or they feel like if somebody's flying a drone over their house, they're spying on them. And that's not necessarily the case. I mean, you're flying a drone, it's it's airspace. You know what I'm saying? Um, It is definitely illegal for someone to take a drone and sit at a person's window. I mean, now you're talking about voyeurism. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, with this and with any change, there's always other rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. But I'm truly amazed at how many people – that's in different arenas, photography, yeah, you name industries. it, yeah. industries that are actually out here flying your drones and they have no idea that they cannot, legally they are not supposed to charge a penny for it. Yes, and also uh, there are additional rules like uh, next year in um, September of uh, 2023 mm-hmm. to become a remote ID. That's additional right. regulation on top of that. So those folks who uh, have a fear of drones flying over their home or in their neighborhood, their remote ID is a way to help provide awareness to the community. And, mm-hmm. stuff. and it's a federal regulation now. So that means nowhere, nowhere, anywhere in the United States and in four territories, you have to have remote ID. And, and what it is, it's a remote ID that's uh, supposed to be attached to or it could be a software update. But the uh, individuals in that neighborhood can actually go on to an app and say, okay, this drone has been flown by Taz Little at AI Nautics, and this is what he's doing, and this is how long he'll be here. That way it'll help them understand when they see a drone fly right. over the house that he is not, you know, taking a photo of your house or whatever. He's actually conducting business here, right. but you have a way to look at that so you can feel good and understand that you don't have to worry about, you know, drones, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, invading your privacy. Right. And that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I do know for sure, because as we know, this is one of the popular um, drone companies, the mm-hmm. DJI. Yes. And they are actually going to put that in the software to where it would actually, that remote ID information is going to be uploaded. So regardless yes. of whether you do your part mm-hmm. to register, um, they will know who you are. They will know who you are. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, and, and getting back to uh, uh, people in different industries that are actually using drones, a lot of business owners think that, you know, if I own this drone that I fly and, and take a photo of my business and stuff, that I don't need a license. If you're using any commercial, commercial capacity, mm-hmm. uh, would you use it for yourself or using it to, uh, to uh, drone for hire, mm-hmm. you have to have your license. Because if you're advancing that business, like i.e. taking a uh, picture for a advertisement on a brochure of your business, you're still using it in a commercial capacity. So you have to have your license. And um, with the remote ID, it's going to make it very easy for the law enforcement and the FAA to identify those folks. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so drones that are flying now, you won't see those drones uh, flying in the future. And mm-hmm. if they are, they, they will see those hefty fines that come along with that because you don't have the proper equipment yeah. or credentials. Mm-hmm. Stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so because of this, 
Um, I know that your company are in some of the school districts here in South Carolina. Um, you have some other business out of the country as well. Um, and so seeing this need, it's like, you know, I'm grateful that you have a scholarship program yeah. that you're trying to help marginalized communities to get into this industry because it can be very lucrative. And that's what standing in the gap is. We see a need, we feel yeah. the need, but you also know how much these courses actually cost. Mm-hmm. So if, if someone can be awarded um, a scholarship, it's a huge help if they're going to get in there and mm-hmm. do what's needed so that they can become a part of this. Yeah. So I know there was a – you want to say something? Yeah. Oh, well, when we talk about marginalized community and stuff, mm-hmm. I always say this right here. A lot of times we, we, we're late mm-hmm. in the industry. You know, uh, this is one industry that people coming in right now still would be considered pioneers. And this is an opportunity for um, – our community, the uh, minority community as a whole, to get involved in industry at the beginning. Right. And as time go along, we will see um, it will be essentially helping our communities, pulling us up, and, and um, it, it give us more opportunities in the future. Right. You know, because if, if you have a, a lot of businesses like Aeonautics, that's, that's, that's in the drone industry mm-hmm. and stuff because it is many different – the drone industry is, and IT is really taking over the world. It is it right. is only going to get bigger, and if, if we can get our communities involved now, it would be uh, a huge advantage for them. Mm-hmm. So you can't say I'd start out the race late now. You know, you can be at the start here, and, and, um, and that's what we need them to take advantage of that. Right. Now, the scholarships and stuff – provide that vehicle for them. And, and those scholarships is, is available to them. Uh, just go to www.aionautics.com and, and, and request to uh, put in for information about scholarship, and we get you a class gift. But, uh, if, it, if you are awarded after you guys yeah, go through. Yeah, go, go through all Go the, through all, all the applicants. All the, all the applicants. If mm-hmm. you're awarded, then, then you uh, have an opportunity to take the class and stuff, and, and we, we'll be there. And uh, once you go through our class, you need, you'll learn everything you need to know to pass that part 107. Yeah, I mean, and it's definitely um, some extensive information. However, it's very beneficial. Um, You know, after going through the class, you can never fly on the airplane again while you're on the car back and don't look and be like, oh, wow, I understand that. I know what this is. That's saying B-77 or whatever. I understand. Yeah, and and listen to the pilot. You know, as many people sit in the plane and, and wonder why, you know, when the plane take off, you go straight for the skies. You never think about why. Right. And once you see a, see one of the uh, the maps and uh, what we call the uh, aviation charts, you'll understand when you understand airspace, why do they go straight to the sky? Right. And when the, when the pilot come on and explain the weather, right. uh, the location of the destination you're going to, you'll understand where he get that from. Absolutely. So, so it's exciting to, to be able to uh, – be exposed to new information right. that you may have heard before. You just didn't understand it. Now you understand right. it. So it's, right. it's exciting. Now. Right. Because I know for me this weekend, well, actually, when I flew out Thursday, mm-hmm. it was funny because when I got on the tarmac and I was looking at it, I was like, ah, yeah, you know, and understanding why, okay, we're sitting here and we're waiting and, yep. you know, you're seeing this, this whole taxiway yep. 
of all of these planes, and you know, mm-hmm. now you're understanding, okay, why this one is going. Even seeing the lights change, yep. I knew what time it was. I knew yep. what was getting ready to happen yep. next. You know, yep. the lights change yep. here in the ding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the, the simple thing of something that as a as an ordinary passenger mm-hmm. that doesn't have the knowledge um, yeah. after taking the drone class, mm-hmm. it's like you sitting here and I can actually go and look at this weather report and yeah. I can read it and say, okay, this is what's going this on here, going on. blah, 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 blah. So, you know, um, I actually, so from what I'm saying, listeners, my listeners, I've actually taken the class mm-hmm. um, and it's an extensive amount of information. Yes. Um, but is it's doable and it's, yeah, it's attainable, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and yeah, you can hold yeah. it's, it's actually life changing because now I understand mm-hmm. differently yeah. um, what's going on yeah. in the airspace. So, and, and also, it provides a way for students to get involved in aviation, right? Because a lot of times in the uh, minority community, uh, being a pilot, you know, we, we think that it's, it's a, a huge task, you mm-hmm. know, it's something that's not necessarily attainable for us, and uh. Just getting exposed to aviation, uh, the pilots uh, is in big need. Drone pilots and uh, actual. We call actual pilots. We call right. them Part 61 in class, right? Right, right, right. Uh, so you get exposed to both sides because the same book that you use to learn about drones uh, for is the airspace and stuff, the same book that you, that you would use to test for private pilot licenses and stuff. So it gives us an opportunity. And, and the cool thing about it, you know, you can you – can, um, you know, get your drone license at age 16. You can start, you know, uh, get involved in a private pilot at 14. Right. Stuff. So, so it, it's, it's, uh, it's there. Right. I actually um, have a friend, and I don't, and I hate to say this because I don't know the name of the actual company. He is a pilot for another major company, but he actually, during the summer, takes the time to teach children, our youth, yeah. um, how to how to fly? Um, his 16 year old now is a pilot. You know what I'm saying? And so I will get that information um, and put it out there uh, because again, this is what we're talking about: what's standing in the gap for the community, seeing yeah. the need and making it happen. So now I want to talk about another little another thing that we have going on here. You mm-hmm. know, um, with with AI. So if okay. you can kind of break down artificial intelligence. Okay. And just the simple things that we see that, hey, like, that's artificial intelligence. Okay. Well, one good example that uh, when we talk about artificial intelligence, we're talking about program code that actually perform a task that a human normally perform. It is to make life easy. Mm-hmm. We should never be afraid of AI. Mm-hmm. We should embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um, AI is, you know, you already use AI when you, when you say, hey, Siri. Absolutely. Guess what? That's AI. Uh, when you're on your phone and, and you're uh, um, texting or, or you doing the, this AI behind the scenes that makes stuff happen mm-hmm. and stuff. And AI is, is uh, for you folks that's in college, you know. Now you can use AI to kind of help you when you have writer's block to, to help you get over that by punching in and say, hey, give me some ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, AI is, is here, uh, our vehicles. Um, prime example. You ride down the road and a car come up beside you and, and, and um, you know, that little light go off and give you a warning and say, hey, someone beside you or help you stay in the lane and stuff, right? Right. You know, so. Or tell you, <clears throat> you may want to take a coffee break. 
You may want to take coffee break, right? So AI and and and, and just like when you calendar your outlook, right? Right. You can go in and build out your whole calendar, and in the morning you could you hear uh, Katana. I think that's the name Katana on on Outlook, or or or, or, or I think it's Katana. Okay. And, and and you can ask Katana, hey, what's my schedule for today? Katana goes through my whole schedule, tell them, say, hey, listen, on this time you're supposed to be doing this, this time doing this. I right, will set a reminder for this, set a reminder for this, and my calendar is full. But Katana keep me on task. And stuff. So uh, the AI is, is something that, that uh, is another industry mm-hmm. that we need to uh, get involved in. Now, of course, AI-notics, we use AI in the, you know, in the effort of flying drones, building autonomous systems, and um, to make a drone do what we want it to do. That's, that's one of our trademarks. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that we can do is people around the world figure that out, and they, they come and consult us. They, you know, uh, they come and ask us. Uh, and, and you know to help them or ask us to consult them on what they should do with drones related to AI, right? Because it's it's all about cutting costs. It's all about uh, uh, creating other jobs. And AI, right? Even though it cut our job, it creates so many other jobs, right? Right. And stuff. And so it's stuff that uh, you definitely embrace. And you know, uh, with even with Google, uh, what's mm-hmm. called it Google Nest. That's AI. You know, so mm-hmm. so um, AI is Alexa, here already. Yeah, Alexa. Alexa, all that's here, and and all that we have to do is embrace it and and uh, understand and use it to our benefit. And our community uh, need to take advantage of that. Right, mm-hmm. and so I guess one of the bigger things is to get the information out. I saw on the news um, actually last night in New York that um, the the mayor that he was actually working with some of the companies for internet in the project. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just like, it's 2022, yeah. and you mean to tell me that you don't have internet? That's crazy. What are we doing? And you have to think about, again, this, this is the marginalized community. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, they're being robbed. And yeah. so we have to get this information out just like we're doing here but um absolutely but we have to make it our business to educate our community on the benefits the job market is so open and the thing is this whatever you can envision in your head as to how you make it use the drone you probably can yeah and and that's the thing that i always tell uh folks that come to our drone class, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I always say this right here. You can go to college. College can make you a good living. Right. But if you can self-educate yourself, you can make a fortune. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you get a college degree or not. If you can self-educate yourself, even if you got a college degree, it's going to make you a fortune. If you don't have a college degree and you can self-educate yourself, it'll make you a fortune. The thing that, that we have to do is that when it comes to uh, jobs, we got to repair ourselves because mm-hmm. uh, COVID showed us that if you can self-educate yourself, you can go a long way. So many people change jobs because of COVID. Why? Right. Because they, they slowed down and they and they had the time to do what? Focus on themselves. Absolutely. When they focus on themselves, that's where the job market going, right? right. So you have a lot of employers say, well, we can't find nobody. You know why? Because, because people are starting their own business. Starting their own business. Absolutely. And some of them have what moved from a job that was taking 70% of their time now 
finding a job that they self-educate themselves on, right. and now they are, you know, now they are pursuing that job and stuff. Because they saw a need. Saw a need. Right. Because we need to do stuff by us, for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what we need to do. And, and as long as we need to start creating that ecosystem. Right. Because you have drones. You got AI. You got your metaverse. You got all that stuff mm-hmm. that's new up and common. And we can start creating those ecosystems. Because within drones, you know, there's a multitude of jobs. It's jobs. Right now, you can go on to Indeed, and you will find jobs for drones. Some of them right. pay, you know, $25 an hour all the way up to $150 an hour. Right. Right? So uh, the jobs are there. You just need to educate yourself to get there. That's right. That's where it starts. That's right. And you know what? When when you just said metaverse, my mind went back to mm-hmm. um, one of the games that most people who I know children love and they're playing right now. And, you know, a lot of times we look at how this is taking up so much of their time. Mm-hmm. But if we could also help to shift and shape their mind, all of these kids are playing what? Roadblocks. Roadblocks Roadblock in Fortnite. In Fortnite. Yep. And Roadblocks, you can actually build homes, build all of the stuff. If we get them immersed in doing more than just running through Roadblocks, mm-hmm. but you're building this, guess what? Now your child can take this on over to the metaverse. Yes. yes. I mean, because yes. actually Roadblocks yes. is a part of the metaverse. Yes. It's just how we have to shift the way that we're doing it. Absolutely. And we have to teach our children how to do that. It's funny you say that because, you know, like with drone racing, mm-hmm. right? Those kids that sit there and play those games, mm-hmm. right? The, the hand and eye coordination is virtually the same. When you find a drone, virtually the same, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and like I said, if you take your hobby, that's what happened to me. I took my hobby right. with the drones and monetized it. Look where I'm at. Yeah. And, and I mean, you're actually in school district. Yeah. 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 And, 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 on, and, a collegiate, and on the collegiate level on, on as the, well, teaching drones. Teaching drones. And we are uh, in the world where we can do something that no one else can do. Mm-hmm. You know, Be, why? Because I took it myself to learn the skill set and I apply it to drones. So I tell people to take whatever they, they, they do now and apply it to drones. Right. Right. And, and chances are, we still find this, chances are, you're probably the only person that's doing that. Right. You know, we do autonomous system, you know, uh, AI system for drones that so if something happens, drone just pick up and go and inspect on its own without anybody looking at it and stuff. So getting back to those saying that those kids sitting mm-hmm. there playing those games, they just need to monetize that. They need to figure Absolutely. out how to monetize. Because I always say this, if you're doing something you like to do, you'll do it forever. Absolutely. And you will be the best at it. Absolutely. I have a friend of mine who was saying that um, his daughter, uh, one of her friends, is actually building houses on Roblox. That's how she got in the house. It's like, yo, <laughs> if you only understand how powerful that is and how That's to translate that. And so, you know, we ended up having a conversation that was, I mean, really powerful. I'm like, you need to get your girls in on this too. They're playing Roblox. They need to understand. The other big one, Oculus. Yes, Oculus. Oculus is, is uh, that's the gateway to the metaverse. Yes. Gateway to the metaverse. And and the thing is that a lot of people know all these things that our kids are doing. Mm-hmm. Guess what they're doing? These companies are trapping that data. That's how they build right. these models. Absolutely. They take those models and take AI. They're using AI mm-hmm. to trap it. all this data, trap these models and stuff, seeing the high eye and hand coordination. They understand well, Oculus and stuff. That's how Oculus improved their, their uh, glasses. That's how Roblox improved, improved their game, mm-hmm. right? And there are games now where you can get paid 
crypto just by playing exactly. a game and stuff. And, and that's where our kids, if that's where we at, you, you, you're right there at it. You just got to take a step forward. You got to understand whatever you're doing, just monetize it. That's the same as a God loved to lay concrete. If you monetize that, eventually one day he can have his own business, you know. Right. If a God loved electricity, monetize that, you know. Right. Right. All that stuff is, is, is uh, um, we, we are capable because I always say this right here. One thing about our communities, that if you ever go back and look at our inventions, right. everything we invented was out of necessity. We never invented nothing for money. We always invented stuff for necessity. Right. Right? Absolutely. And, 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 and to give you an example, use it for peanuts, right? Mm-hmm. Refrigerator, traffic light. Everything cotton gin. Right. Everything we invented was out of necessity. And so we have the capability, right? We just allow people outside our community to measure how far we can go. We need to measure how far we can go. You know, we need to take a step forward. We need to be people control our own destiny. And right. and we can. And and right now, we talk about the digital age. People think the digital age started back in two thousand. No, it did not. The digital age started back in two thousand twenty one. That's the digital age. That's when you crypto became more than just a, 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 a came a household conversation. Mm-hmm. Drones, metaverse, mm-hmm. everything digital. Phone. These phones does all the stuff they do now. All that stuff. All that stuff really took off back in 2021. Why? Because everybody was sitting home back during COVID, doing all this stuff, and those companies trapped all that data using AI and say, "Hey, this is how we can make some stuff." Uh, that's better. This is how we make things better. And you notice drones took off during that time. Metaverse. All that stuff, you start hearing more about that mm-hmm. after 2020. Right. I mean, because you have a lot of kids. I mean, everybody is sitting at home and you have mm-hmm. nothing but time on your hand. And so parents, your kids that are out here playing Roblox, man, figure out, do some there. research and help them make some money while they they are are playing Roblox because they're constantly making money off of us. You got money and you got to pay to do this and pay to do that. Help them learn how to, just like he said, monetize it to where Mm -hmm. now they're making their own money and they can pay for all the other things that they're doing. And not always be an end user, be a developer. Mm, And a a developer, don't mean you have to develop the app. No, you develop the uses for it. Right. And, and, you know, those kids are Roblox. I can think of something just right off the top of my head. Teach other people how to do Roblox. Right. They can monetize that right there online. You know? Right. And so, um, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, that that there are some kids out there with Roblox doing some things. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, and, and we need to get involved. But here's a fact that a lot of people don't know. Uh, I just recently came across a fact that Generation X and Generation, I think it's Z, Z, and millennium, Generation X use more technology-wise mm-hmm. than any of the others. The other ones are, are trailing behind. But um, the millennials and the, I think you want to say Generation Z, mm-hmm. uh, or, or um, fast, you know, fast with catching up. It's catching up very fast mm-hmm. because Generation X went through when the computer came in, they was around when the internet came in. They've mm-hmm. seen the internet through. They are the leaders and stuff. You think about mm-hmm. a lot of the leaders of the of the, the tech companies right. and stuff like that. Those typically generate right. X but, people. Yeah, 
but I really believe that that's, that's, I mean, a lot of people do know that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's when that video game first came about. Well, no, because it came about when I, when I we had the Atari 2600. Yeah. I will not allow you to do that. Okay. Let's okay. think about okay. the first Apple computer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but it was at that point in time still mm-hmm. developing that passion for it. I mean. Yeah. And how they got better, people was using it. Absolutely. We, 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 you know. Well, that's why Apple always, and Apple always asks permission to track you or all of the other apps that you have. They're asking permission to track you, even though you say, no, I think they're still tracking us anyway. But, however, this is how they use information. information. Absolutely. To make it better. And and that's why we should be figuring out how we can use it to to monetize it so where we can benefit from from us using those products as well. And, and, And like I said, the whole thing, if you can think it and monetize it, you can make money off of it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? a- absolutely. So one of the things that we have to do, um, we got to do a better job of advertising companies like you, especially with the scholarship, man. I mean, mm-hmm. the scholarship is huge because in now instead of having to pay to take the course mm-hmm. as well as having to pay to take the licensure exam for it, mm-hmm. you know, okay, now you can take the course and save your money and get yeah. it together to take the test. Sure. How much does it cost to, to take the, the FAA Part 107? Yeah, it costs $175 to take the exam and stuff. And um, you, you come through us to take the course, you're saving yourself essentially by $1,800. Right. Uh, um, and... Like I said, it's only uh, 175, and you can have a license that's recognized in all four, te- uh, all 50 states and four territories, and you can make as much money as you want to make with it. Um, and so you can get that 175 back in, in yeah. one job. Yeah, you get that back in one job, and uh, we also uh, are help people with jobs and stuff. We have uh, folks. Uh, we got a guy to do herbicide that want as many powers we can possibly give him. Um, we have. You know, been part of when the hurricane. Uh, some guys who was working with FEMA uh, sent us uh, uh, just to get an example for Visual Observer. Visual Observer is someone who went through the class, who understands drones and stuff, but they don't have a license, but they assist the remote pilot in flying the drone. The remote pilot doing those operations could make you know five fifty per day, five hundred fifty dollars per day, but the Visual Observer that just assists them can make three hundred fifty dollars a day. So it's, it's not only you you got your pilot, you got your Visual Observer. You got your programmer. You got the person that can build drones. Mm-hmm. You got the person being charged of operation. You got a lot of things other than just being a pilot that you can be get involved in in the drone industry. And just having the knowledge puts you in that in, in a good position. Right. You know. And and the thing that I always tell everybody is always surprised that we're in Columbia, South Carolina. Right. And right. we are we are one of the pioneers in the in this industry. And um, there's a lot of people that just don't, even in Columbia, don't know we're in the back door, you know. Right. So um, we need to take advantage of that. And our yep. communities in and around, that's what um, made me back in 2018 go into the high schools. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we wanted to get reach those uh, communities and stuff. And, and now, we, you know, we teach uh, all over South Carolina, from, uh, from Spartanburg all the way down to Dorchester County. Mm-hmm. Uh, over in uh, Richland County, all the way over to Florence County, and down in Williamsburg, and and um, in Sumter, we're all over the place. We we probably uh, about 20 different uh, school districts. Mm-hmm. So um, we we uh, 
training high schools, and this is no South Carolina was the first state to to uh, uh, train high school students on a master level for certification. Oh, a lot of wow. people don't know that. It's wow. the other state that might have trained one class or whatever. South Carolina as a whole, we're ahead for drone uh, pilots and stuff. So we probably got about 400 pilots, you know, in the state that, that graduated, that, that got their license in school. In school, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. I mean, hey, we need to take advantage of this. We need to share this information. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, Taz, if you could tell them, give your website mm-hmm. where they could find out more information about AI Nautics, um, mm-hmm. where they can apply for the scholarship. And um, you have nothing to lose by applying for a scholarship. Nothing it doesn't lose. mean you may necessarily get it, but apply for the scholarship. You never know. You may be one that is selected for it. And it doesn't cost anything. To apply, except right. a little bit of time. <laughs> a little bit of time. All right. Um, what you need to do is go to www.aionautics, that's A-I-N-A-U-T-I-C-S.com, and just request information um, about the drone scholarship. Someone will be getting back in contact with you and give you the proper information where you can go and apply for it. All right, you guys. Um, this has actually um, been very informative, and I'm thankful that you have taken time out your busy schedule um, to come out yep. and to talk with Pressure Points Unpacked um, about, hey, bridging that, bridging that gap for our community, for marginalized communities. Um, you guys, there's opportunities out here, and we got to take advantage of it so we won't be left behind. So. Join us next Tuesday as well. Um, I'll have another young lady on, Gwendolyn Singletary with the Wiley Kennedy Foundation. Um, She has a phenomenal program, again, that you can get a scholarship for and get some cybersecurity um, coursework done. So we're out here trying to get the information to you um, so that you can be marketable in this industry, in the world, because, hey, the world is going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to excel. And if we don't jump on these things, we will left behind. We'll be left behind. But when you get the information, if you don't apply it, you have nobody to actually fault for that but yourself. So um, this is your host, Tyra Little, with Pressure Points Unpacked. I will see you next Tuesday. It's already done.